everyone, and welcome to episode nine of Break the Ice, our WashingtonCaps.com podcast. Today, we have the honor of being joined by Connor McMichael, Caps first round pick, 25th overall in last year's NHL entry draft. And Connor joins us today from Ajax, Ontario. Connor, thanks for spending some time with us this afternoon. How are you doing? I'm good. Thanks for having me on. Happy to have you. Um, I mean, first, let, let's start off with, obviously, these are not normal times by, uh, by any stretch of the imagination. Um, um, you'd probably just be winding up, ideally, Memorial Cup final, that kind of stuff right now. Um, looking back at these last 10 weeks, two-plus months, uh, since everything kind of got shut down, how, how have you been dealing with, with the situation, both physically and mentally, uh, you know, not just kind of having your, your day-to-day uh, altered drastically? Yeah, um, just at first for us, we got sent home just thinking we were going to go home for a couple weeks and then uh, it all be settled down and we come back and finish playoffs. And then um, it kind of just went downhill and obviously that's where we are now. So uh, it sucks our season got canceled, but um, I just got – I'm glad to be spending time with uh, my family and my brothers and uh, just catching up with them and uh, getting some workouts in with my brothers, playing some street hockey, you know, and just, just catching up with them a lot. And uh, It's tough times, but um, it's for the better. And uh, like I said, I'm just happy to be home with my family. Well, the street hockey, street hockey part of that sounds fun because, I mean, the weather certainly is, has probably been real conducive to that lately. And, I mean, as old as I am, I still miss um, – that aspect of the uh of, of the summer and spring spring weather um it was a blast doing that as a kid um what besides that are you doing to kind of stay in shape uh, to to be ready to go whenever um you, you you're able to get back on the ice yeah for me um i picked up some weights just from my my trainer back home and uh so i kind of set up my own little gym in the basement i've been doing stuff like that just going for runs and then like i said doing some some road hockey my brother just keeps me into the game a lot and uh, it keeps me competitive, so it's been a lot of fun. And, and I guess at this time last year, you would have been probably at the combine or definitely getting ready, um, getting prepped for for the draft in Vancouver, which I believe was uh, June twenty first and twenty second. Um, when you think about the guys who who were the class of twenty twenty, the guys who are going to have that draft experience at some point, uh, I would assume this year. Um, can you imagine like what? what they're going through, not knowing when that day is and when that date is and um, how, how different the, the entire experience is from, from what you went through last year at this time? Yeah, it sucks for them, obviously. Um, for me, it was one of the biggest days of my life, and uh, it was really exciting. So, obviously, going to the draft, it, it's a lot of fun. And um, I actually live with Luke Evangelista, who's my roommate in London. So, um, it's his draft year this year, and I've been talking to him a bit. And obviously, it's disappointing he doesn't get to go to the draft or anything. So, um, yeah, it sucks, but um, just whenever you get drafted, it's a dream come true. So uh, virtual or not, I'm sure they'll be excited. Are you able to conjure up those thoughts of, like, how you were feeling and thinking at, at the combine in the weeks between the combine and the draft and that, that, that period of uncertainty, knowing that you were going to go and probably in the first round and probably pretty high, but not knowing which of, of the 31 teams your, your future was going to be cast with? Yeah, that's kind of a, a whole part of the the, um, the situation, just uh, leading up to the draft, going to the combine, uh, just getting to go through all the things that you dream of when you're a kid. Uh, but um, obviously for them, the virtual draft, it's, it's a little bit different. But um, for me, last year at this time, I was a little nervous, a little excited, just didn't know where I was going to go too, too much. But 
um, obviously it was a dream come true to get get drafted. So I had a lot of fun. You you had a huge um, uh, ramp up from your your 16 year old season to your to your draft season, um, and, and then another great season in the OHL last year. What was the biggest difference between your draft year when I think you had 36 goals, 70 72 points versus last year when you exceeded 100 points, I think finished third in the league in goals, scoring, shots on goals. Uh, I mean, obviously there, there's the, the natural progression of getting better and, and, and stronger and aging, but any of that to do with the fact that you did know, um, you know, your draft status, your, your future status as far as uh, the NHL is concerned? Yeah, I mean, uh, in your draft year, it can weigh a lot on you, and some players maybe just overthink it a little bit. But um, for me, just just being comfortable knowing where I stand now and getting a lot of confidence from going to the Caps camp and, and development camp and stuff like that, playing a couple preseason games gave me a lot of confidence. And um, obviously, Dale and Mark have been huge in my development, so uh, they played a huge role in it, and they just put confidence in me. So I was I was able to get gain more confidence and. Um, I just felt more comfortable out there being like the go-to guy. So um, we had a pretty good team this year, and it just sucked that um, we didn't get the cap it off. Yeah, you mentioned that there can be some stress attached to that that draft year. Did, did you spend much time um, paying any attention to um, how you were being viewed by the media or by scouts? Because you certainly started to rise right around Christmas time. You were starting to crack that top 30 or so. And, and climbing pretty high and, and and did you do you find that other guys in the league whether teammates or opponents um spend a lot of time concerning themselves with those kind of things um that's the good thing about london you always they always have great players and uh players who've been through the draft and been high picked so you're kind of you're able to lean on them like last year i had uh bouchard and Alex Formanton and Adam Bofist and, and Liam Pudi. So uh, those four guys went through it just the, the year before me. So I was able to bounce ideas off of them. And that's kind of what I tried doing this year for all the draft eligibles we had this year. So um, that's the good thing about London. You just, you just keep your mind off it because you see all the good players that have been through there. And uh, you kind of just try and follow in their footsteps and, and listen to Dale and, and stuff like that. So uh, it's not too hard to stay off social media in London. Let's let's track your your um, OHL history a little bit. You you played almost 200 games uh, in that league, uh, including playoff games. And the first one of those games was when you were 15, and it was with uh, St. Mike's. When you you know, with the benefit of those 200 games or almost 200 games now, what's it like for you to think back to what that very first game with with St. Mike's? That was the only game you played um, with them uh, was like. Yeah. Um... I remember how nervous I was. It was my first junior game. I kind of just got called up to them. And, um, I just wanted to play my heart out and, and try and just showcase what I had. But uh, like I said, I was really nervous just thinking um, what junior is all going to be about. And, and growing up, I was an Oshawa Dental fan. So I'd always go to their games and, and watch how good they were. And um, I'd always wonder if I would be able to keep up with them. And uh, So just going into my first junior game, I tried proving a point. And like you said, I almost have 200 games now. So um, junior has been a lot of fun. And, and it's a great experience. So um, I wish I could do it all over again. It's a lot of fun. Any comparison to that game um, and, and say your first preseason game here in Washington last uh, September? Yeah, pretty similar, just how nervous I was because uh, you don't know what to expect really. Um, it's a lot of faster pace and um, you just, you just want to get that one out of the way, the first couple shifts, and then it just feels like a normal game. But 
yeah, just the nerves of the two games felt pretty similar for me. And you also spent a season playing in Hamilton, which is one of the larger markets in the in the OHL. Um, having had the benefit of playing for three different teams, and, and London's obviously for a long time been such a special market, special situation with with the Hunter brothers and and the the crowds there, and just the whole atmosphere. Uh, how do you compare those three situations? Even though obviously the first two were not you weren't you weren't at Hamilton, certainly not at St. Mike's for anywhere near as long as you you've been with Hamilton or sorry with London. Yeah, St. Mike's was fun. It was just my first uh, taste of junior, so I had a lot of fun there. I didn't really get to spend too much time around the team or anything, so um, I didn't have too much of an experience. But Hamilton was great. They drafted me, obviously. Steve Steos, um, hockey legend. He played a lot of games in the NHL. Uh, he knows what he's doing. He's a great hockey mind, so uh, that organization's um, really high up there. And Obviously, getting traded to London, it, I don't think London compares to – to many places in junior it's I'd, I'd say it's the closest to nhl team you can get in junior so uh dale and mark are doing a great job in london and uh they just really gear you for the for the next level which is the nhl how much of a plus has it been for you the, these last couple of seasons um to, to work under dale who plays this same position you play and had such a a long and prolific uh, career in the league that you aspire to play in yeah, Dale has a lot of knowledge. He's he's one of the best hockey minds out there. So uh, even just going to World Juniors with him, it made me feel a lot more comfortable because um, he's always there for me. He's always he's wanting me to do well. So um, it just made me feel comfortable. And, and him obviously playing for Washington as well. He's told me a lot of things about Washington. So um, just kind of gearing me up for Washington and stuff like that. Uh, just, he just guides us through what he's been through. And, and all the players that he's coached before, he, he gives us little details about them. And, and he just wants everyone to do their best. Um, did you notice any difference between um, the way Dale handled the bench or, or handled the, um, just the game uh, at, at World Juniors versus uh, London with, with com- you know, completely different personnel, but personnel that he was probably still familiar with on a, on a fairly high level? Yeah, for Dale, he doesn't really like to change things up. He has his own way, and um, he doesn't really care what other people think. He just he just wants to do what, what he thinks is best, and, and most of the time he's right. So um, I have a lot of trust in Dale, and um, we kind of all, in World Juniors, all of our systems were kind of the same system as London, and uh, a, a couple things were different, but that's why I said uh, I felt a lot more comfortable in World Juniors having him in there because I was so uh, familiar with his playing style and how he wants us to play, so it made me feel uh, good. What are some of the biggest things you think he's imparted to you in the, the two years you've, you've had him? Yeah, a big thing for me and a big thing he preaches is, is two-way hockey. He doesn't want you just to be um, just good at one thing, and he wants you to be good all over the ice. So I think he's taught me a lot of things about uh, the 200-foot game and showed me a lot of video of NHL players doing just that. So um, he just preaches the 200-foot game, and, and if you want to play in the NHL, you can't just be a goal scorer or – or a playmaker, you got to be able to do other things as well. I mean, reading some of your scouting reports last year going into the draft, that was that was one of the things that stood out. A lot, a lot of people gave you kudos for your your two way game, and that was obviously before this this past season. But two way game, you got great speed. Um, you you've got the ability to score from quite a bit of the area within the offensive zone. What what are the areas you feel like you still need to work on and refine? Uh, to get to the next level? 
Yeah, for me, I'm, I'm a good player. Um, obviously, I've, I'm a fast skater once I can get going, but I think I just want to work on my first couple strides, um, especially in the corners against bigger players. Uh, you want to have good acceleration, so that's a big thing I want to work on, and just every player wants to get a little bit bigger and stronger, so um, I also want to just work, keep working out in the gym and, and uh, developing that way. Um, the the summer camp experience here in in Arlington last summer. What do you feel like that did for you, uh, as far as um, just mentally, physically, uh, get getting you, giving you the lay of the land, and and giving you an idea. I mean, when you make the NHL, reach reach with the Caps, that's basically going to be your your home office, day in and day out. Yeah, for me, it, it was all about just getting familiar with the staff and and the facilities and stuff, just uh, your first little taste of the NHL uh, lifestyle. So I had a lot of fun at development camp, and it, it made me a lot more comfortable for when main camp rolled around. I was a little bit more familiar with the city and uh, the facilities and the staff members. So uh, development camp's a lot of fun. You just meet all the new guys and, and just learn what the, the caps are all about and stuff. And then most of you guys, the same group of guys, reassemble um... – Early September, played in that that tournament, the uh, Prospect Showcase uh, in Nashville with uh, Nashville, Tampa, and uh, Carolina. What was that experience like for you? What what were your takeaways from uh, from that uh, that round robin tournament there? Yeah, you play all the top prospects from those those three other teams, and um, it's a cool little experience just to see what their their prospect pool is like. And um, Nashville was a great great city to be in uh, for that, so I had a lot of fun and. Um, you kind of just get, uh, get together with all the prospects and team up and, um, you kind of just form a different kind of bond when you're actually playing games together. So it was a lot of fun. How do you feel like that benefited you going into the, the main training camp, which, uh, started a few days after that? Yeah. And me personally, I don't think there's anything that compares to, to playing games. So, um, just just getting that first little couple games in before you head into main camp, you kind of just feel more comfortable. and um, You can practice as much as you want, but I think um, games really prepare you for, for the, the real season coming. So it's kind of like a couple exhibition games before everything starts off. So, um, yeah, it prepared me a lot. Yeah, and then you're, you're going from that to your, really your first experience of playing against NHL players. Uh, at, at Caps training camp. What was that like for you? What were your main takeaways as far as, um, you know, the couple of weeks that you were there, um, the guys in the room, the, the, the NHL veterans, um, and, and the, the experience of, of being coached um, on a day-in, day-out basis by uh, the NHL coaches? Yeah, for me, I was a little starstruck just meeting all those guys at first growing up watching, like, Ovechkin, Backstrom, Carlson, like those guys. Um, I was really starstruck. but. Um, I had a lot of fun playing a couple games with them, and they gave me their first taste of the NHL experience. So um, I'm really looking forward to the next time I can I can step on the ice with those guys. You know, those couple of games that you played, you showed showed yourself pretty well too. What? How do you feel like that set you up for for when you did go back to London? Having those couple of games under your belt is one thing, but to to perform as well as you did, and and you know a couple of the other guys that from your draft year. Alexei Protus, um, most notably, also acquitted themselves pretty nicely in those those couple of preseason games here. Yeah, it gives you a lot of confidence just knowing you can you can keep up with that pace and um, just how you showed yourself. So I was able to bring that confidence back to London, and it gave me a lot of confidence just just starting off the season well and 
um, into World Juniors. I feel like just I, I learned a lot from camp and I was able to bring that back to London. So um, it, it helped me develop in a big way. After, after one of those games, Todd Reardon noted that he said you had swagger uh, on the ice. And, and, and that's a good thing to see from, from an 18-year-old kid playing against uh, men. Where, where does that come from? Where do you feel like that, that swagger developed or came from? I just think um, I play my best when I have confidence. I can't be, I can't be shying away from the puck or, or be scared of just to play my game. So um, just playing with the with confidence is a big thing for me. It just makes you make better plays and uh, you feel better with the puck. So um, I just always try to play with confidence and it, it translates on the ice. One of the other big differences between the 18-19 season and the 19-20 season for you is that once you're property of an NHL team you know you've got a team that's invested in you and they're they're looking after you from time to time so I'm guessing you got some some Steve Richmond exposure um he's checking in with you from time to time there coming up to uh, London and uh, how how does that experience what was that experience like and I mean what's it like just just knowing that you know there's a team now that that's monitoring you on a day-to-day game-to-game basis yeah, it's really cool just just knowing an NHL team's looking after you and uh, they're putting a lot into me. So it just it motivates me a lot. I mean, uh, me and Steve got pretty tight throughout this year. He came to London a bunch to watch some games and uh, we went out for a couple breakfasts, a couple dinners. So uh, it was good just to get along with him and um, he obviously knows what he's doing. So I just tried to listen to him as much as I could. And yeah, like I said, just just having an NHL team invested in you and like that, um, it was great. Hey, he's a pretty great dude. Um, over the years or over those, we alluded to it a little earlier that you played almost 200 games in the OHL now over that period of time, how does your, or how has your self evaluation evolved from a game to game basis? Like when, when you're unlacing the skates at the end of the night and you're thinking, um, how you did that game, how has that process evolved for you over the, those 200 games? Yeah, especially in London, um, as a young guy, you're not really um, relied on too much. You kind of just take a back seat, and uh, they let you develop in that first year, just just practice and watch what the older guys are doing. So um, for me, I just never take a game for granted in, in London, and um, I, I feel like I've grown as a leader, especially just, just going through it all in London and um, not playing too much, so I know what the young guys are going through. So um, I just try leading by example and um, – making sure the young guys are always on top of their game and, and making them feel comfortable. So um, I feel like my game's developed a lot. I've, I've matured a lot, and um, I'm happy to be a leader in London now. You guys, speaking of London, um, we're, we're on top of that the Western division there when the season was, was called. Um, and, and that, you know, while Oshawa kind of ran away with the, uh, the Eastern um, you, you guys were in a pretty competitive uh, battle there with three, four other teams um, in, the, in the Western Conference. What made that, that London team so successful this season? I think we were such a tight-knit group. Um, since I got traded there, we kind of had the same core group of guys. and uh, So we played together for three straight years, and I just think um, we had really good depth. We had skill guys. We had guys that worked really hard, uh, guys that were great on the penalty kill. Uh, just top to bottom, we were really good. So. Um, that's why it sucked even more that the season got canceled because I think we had such a good chance to, to go far. And uh, like you said, we were first in the conference and, and we were battling with some good teams. So um, it just made it that more, much more fun being in first. And 
um, yeah, it's pretty disappointing that the season had to come to an end. And seeing that team and, and knowing Dale, I fully expected you guys to be there at the end uh, of the, of the uh, Memorial Cup tournament there. But in the event, let's say that you hadn't, um, there would have been the possibility of you joining the, the Hershey team uh, had, had they still been alive too for maybe possibly some, uh, you know, a little bit of a look-see at, at the uh, Calder Cup playoff level. Um, that obviously vanished as well. But, you know, with yesterday's announcement that, that the NHL is going to try to reboot here and um, get back to playing uh, ideally here uh, later this summer, um, has it entered your mind at all that you could be called upon to be one of the black aces at the very least, a guy who maybe practices with the, the main squad during that, that situation? I mean, when the Caps went to the, the cup final uh, – Two years ago, they had a you know a handful of six or eight guys who um, you know traveled, went everywhere with the team, absorbed everything, and and just you know stayed out late and practiced. And it's it's a, it's one of those time honored um, hockey traditions that you know the, the longer you go, you, you kind of absorb players from from other levels that whose seasons finish. And it's a it's a pretty good opportunity for a lot of young guys. Yeah, Steve Richmond's actually called me a couple times, just telling me to stay ready. Um, as much as possible. So if I ever get that call, I'd, I'd, I'll be ready as possible. And um, that'd be just a dream come true for me, even if I don't get to play just black ace, just just being around the NHL lifestyle will be a lot of fun for me. So um, yeah, I hope I can get that call. But if not, I'll, I'll be ready for next year. So um, I'm looking forward to it. Well, speaking of next year, you, your, your birthday falls in, in that first couple of weeks there of January, just past that cutoff point where Next season, the, the 2020-21 season, you, you can either play that, that last season in the OHL or you can play in the NHL. But unfortunately, because of the two-week lag there, you're, you're not able to play in the American Hockey League. It's, it's one of those uh, quirky little rules. Do you feel like there would be benefit to you playing in the, in the OHL this year? What would that benefit be? Um, I mean, just playing in London. Um, you can always develop no matter what. Dale knows, knows what he's doing. No matter how good you are, you can always improve. So um, if I am back in London, he, he can find things for me to work on, especially um, knowing Dale. Um, he's never satisfied, so um, he'll find little things for me to work on. But um, for me, my goal is to always be in the NHL. So um, going into the next season, I'm going to try my best to, to be on that roster. I was going to say, I also feel like you're one of those guys who could, like Tom Wilson did, play in the NHL as, as a teenager and, and, and contribute and be a valuable part of the team, even if it's maybe not at your natural um, position of center. I know you've played a little bit of wing um, in the past. Have you allowed yourself to think of, of what that might be like if you were uh, on an NHL roster as a, as a teenager and, and what that experience uh, could hold for you? Yeah, it'd be a dream come true. Um, any kid dreams of playing in the NHL and uh, obviously the, the earlier, the better. So, um, each, each year I go into it now, I'm, I'm trying my best to crack the roster and, um, yeah, I'm going to be trying my best to, to make it this season, especially, and, um, kind of prove a point that I belong in the NHL. Got any good Dale Hunter stories for us? <laughs> um, not nothing crazy, but, uh, just when we won world juniors, um, I've never seen him smile so much. He's not usually the guy that, that smiles. He's more, more serious, but, uh, it was really fun just winning with him. He, nothing he loves more than winning. So, uh, that was a really cool experience. 
and personally, it had to be a cool experience going over there uh, to the Czech Republic. And, and you, I mean, that bond when you're, when you're with a team that wins and wins gold is, is forever. Um, so you got that going for you. But um, just, just being there and the camaraderie and, you know, getting to know some guys that you, you probably didn't know as well as, certainly didn't know as well as the guys on your own team. Um, what was that experience like for you? And how do you feel like that, that helps toward your, uh, your ongoing development? That was a lot of fun um, for me. Me and my family watch World Juniors every Christmas. Uh, every boxing day will follow the whole tournament. So for me, being there was really cool. and It was a dream come true. And um, We had a really tight-knit group. We got together, like, I think, a month before the tournament started. So uh, we got to travel Europe a little bit, just do some team bonding. And um, obviously, I'm really fortunate that we won the, won the tournament, and it was a dream come true for me. No guarantee that. No, no matter how good you are in the Ontario Hockey League, the Western Hockey League, the Quebec League, no guarantee that anyone is going to make that team. So just making the team, to me, is a, is a, a heck of accomplishment. But what does it mean to you to be able to represent your, your country and, and wear that Team Canada uniform, whether it's in the Czech Republic or anywhere? Yeah, there was actually a lot of Canadian fans over there. So um, it almost felt like we were playing in Canada, and it was a lot of fun. So. Uh, anytime that you can throw on the Maple Leaf in Canada, especially, it's it's a lot of fun, and uh, you just want to do your best to represent your country. And um, yeah, like I said, we're really fortunate we won gold for the for the whole country. Aside from the street hockey and the workouts and and trying to get ready for whatever and whenever your your next uh, on ice battles might be, how else have you been spending your your downtime here that might be different from normally at, at this time of year right any yeah. shows that you watch and music that you're listening to anything yeah i don't think i've watched this much netflix in my life i'm kind of <laughs> flying through, through netflix not much to do but i've been watching some uh i watched ozark uh the last dance um i rewatched breaking bad that's one of my personal favorites yeah it's pretty I, I watched um i watched outer banks so i'm kind of flying through episodes uh every day because it's um, I'm just starting to get a little bit bored over here. Have you gotten around to uh, Better Call Saul yet? No, I, I watched a couple episodes, but um, it didn't really compare to Breaking Bad, so I didn't really get right into it, but um, I might have to start watching it. It's a little slower, but it's, it's, uh, it's still pretty rewarding. Yeah. Um, all right, well, we appreciate your time. Uh, thanks for hanging out with us on a Wednesday afternoon. Uh, we're all sort of in limbo um hopefully the next time we see you you're wearing a caps uniform and um getting ready to to, to, to play some hockey and i think that's what we're all uh sort of itching for so let you get back to your life your existence your workouts some street hockey and uh, family there and thanks a lot connor for hanging out with us today yeah thanks for having me